the bumpy, potted streets. Occasionally an old man would nod to him as he drove past, or a little half-naked child might wave, but it was as if all the rest of them, nearly the whole black population, had been funneled into the few concentrated blocks of the downtown business district. That was where they gathered to block traffic, or seize lunch counters, or simply march in long, dark lines, silently, determinedly, either staring straight ahead or glancing about apprehensively, as if looking for that menacing white tank the chief had brought in to control the situation. The football field at 23rd Street was as deserted as the surrounding neighborhood. Not even a single uniformed patrolman had been sent on ahead to stand guard over the body, and Ben guessed that someone had simply stumbled onto it and anonymously called in what he'd found, and that everyone but himself, now suddenly appointed as the lone centurion of Bear Match, had already been far too busy to bother with such a little thing. He shook his head irritably, then took off his hat and wiped the sweat from his forehead with the sleeve of his jacket. Across the field, The noonday sun struck piercingly toward him, and in its bright glare he could see only the hazy outline of the goalpost, which stood shakily at the opposite end of the field. For a moment he thought that it might all be a hoax, a prank call, or just some old wino whose imagination had gotten away from him. But as he made his way across the littered ground, His eyes slowly began to focus on what looked like a small, dark ball, perched motionlessly on the bare red ground beneath the goalpost. As he continued forward, the ball became a tiny fist, thrusting out of the dirt. Its fingers curled toward the palm, as if trying to grab for something which still hung in the air above the ground. For a little while he stood casually beside the grey sidepost, listening to the way it creaked and groaned in the summer wind. Bits of paper blew across the empty field, and when one of them came to rest against the small black hand, he nudged it free with the toe of his shoe. Far in the distance he could hear the sound of sirens, and he knew that things had begun to heat up downtown but they seemed far away compared to the whisper of the wind through the trees around him, the enveloping heat, and the small curled hand that reached toward him from the dust. Luther arrived a few minutes later, walking briskly up the field, his belly spilling in a doughy mass over his broad black belt. "'What you got, Sergeant?' he asked breathlessly as he stepped into the dusty oval beneath the goalpost. "'Looks like a child,' Ben answered. Luther groaned uncomfortably as he squatted down beside the hand. Instinctively he reached out to touch the fingers, then drew back. "'What do you think, boy or girl?' "'I don't know.' Luther got to his feet. "'Well, they're sending a couple of diggers,' he said. "'They should be here any time.' He pulled a pack of cigarettes from his jacket and offered one to Ben. Ben took one and lit it. 
Don't guess there's a public john around here, Luther said as he glanced up and down the field. I don't think so, Ben said. Luther's eyes shifted back down to the small black hand. He shook his head wearily. Bad time for this to happen, he looked at Ben. They'll try to make a race thing out of it. That's why they sent me down here to make sure it was just a plain old bear match killing, nothing to do with white folks, trash or otherwise. He blew three large smoke rings into the air, poking a stubby finger through the center of each one as it drifted upward. Can you do that, Ben? Ben shook his head. Luther smiled. Trick my daddy taught me. He did it again, then leaned lazily against the unsteady goalpost. Where were you when you got the call? Surveillance. Anybody in particular? King. Luther looked.